Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's time to talk starting pitcher tiers next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, January 25th. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And let's start with the Elite Tier, which features a bunch of pitchers going inside the top 30 picks right now in ADP. Jacob deGrom, Garrett Cole, Max Scherzer, Corbin Burns, Walker Bueller, Brandon Woodruff, Shane Bieber, and Zach Wheeler. Scotty, Jacob deGrom, still your SP1 despite all of the injuries that he dealt with last year. There's no doubt about it. When he's healthy, he is far and away the best pitcher on the planet. But how do you feel about him considering all of those injuries? How I feel about him is I need to see more. The way the Mets have left it is, okay, there was something going on with the UCL in his elbow, but it's cleared up now. He's fine. He should be good to go. If he shows up to spring training and appears to be good to go, then I don't really see much reason to treat him as anything less than the number one pitcher. Uh, There are health risks for everybody. You know, if if he looks fine, um, then I I don't think this particular health risk should – should supersede how dominant he is, how, how overwhelming of a number one choice he is when healthy. If he doesn't show up to spring training, I'm going to move him down like everybody else. Like if, 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 if things look off this spring, then okay. Uh, you know, we need to be wary of it. I get that. But, you know, I, I don't really see the point of taking this fence straddling position at the end of January when nobody's drafting anyway. Let's just, let's just see what comes next. The near elite. Tier is up next, which features pitchers in from rounds three through seven. And it has Robbie Ray, Julio Rios, Sandy Alcantara, Lucas Giolito, Aaron Nola, Charlie Morton, Kevin Gosman, Lance Lynn, Chris Sale, and Jack Flaherty. Aaron Nola was someone we spoke about a ton last year, Scott, and we kept waiting and waiting for him to turn around. It never happened. He finished the season with a 4.63 ERA. How do you feel about his chances of getting back on track to the pitcher he was the previous two seasons? Very good, and judging from early draft data, it seems like most everyone feels good about his chances of bouncing back. You know, whether you like XFIP, plain old FIP, XERA, whatever your your ERA estimator of choices, they they all had him at three thirty seven last year. They all had him as the pitcher you drafted him to be. Basically, uh, his strikeout rate was the second best of his career. The walk rate was the best of his career. Home runs were up. But, you know, for for the most part, I, I think you can I think you can excuse the season he had as bad luck. Technically, you know, is it, is it purely luck? Is it ever really, you know, probably he was missing his spots a little. He was a little up in the zone and and that caused some damage on pitches that otherwise wouldn't have resulted in damage and that's why you get the skewed ERA. But the point is, whether you want to call it luck or not, it's very easily correctable and very likely to be corrected. All right. One of the pitchers in this tier, Scott, is not like the others, and it is Charlie Morton. His ADP is 84. He's the only pitcher within this tier going outside of the top 60 picks in ADP. And 
I can't really figure it out. I know that he's coming back from a fractured fibula, and he's 38 years old, but when he pitches, he's still really, really good. Yeah, fractured that fibula in uh, toward the end of the World Series, remember. And so, you know, I, I assumed he's sliding just because people don't want to deal with that variable. They want to see him healthy at spring training. It doesn't sound like the kind of injury that's going to set him back. Of course, he is old. He's 38 now. Max Scherzer is old. Lance Lynn is old. You know, old's not necessarily a bad thing at this position because it means you're kind of grandfathered into uh, to a true ace workload that a lot of pitchers don't aren't ever allowed to reach. In terms of production, I mean, there's nothing to to criticize Charlie Morton for. Uh, 3.34 ERA, low WHIP, 10.5 K per nine. All the ERA estimators love him as well. High ground ball rate, high swinging strike rate. He was awesome, and there's enough of a track record for me to believe he still will be. Unless, unless he gets hurt or something, but that goes for every pitcher. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you, man. I'm I'm going to be in on Charlie Morton this upcoming season as well. The next best things tier features 12 pitchers being drafted in rounds five through 12, and in 30 seconds or less, Scott, who do you like to bounce back most from this group? Luis Castillo, Blake Snell, and you, Darvish. They figure to be very polarizing. Well, Luis, Luis Castillo kind of did, certainly with the ERA the final four months. It was 273, but the whip was over 1-2. It was less than 10K per nine. I just think I, I, I think we overestimated Luis Castillo's best-case scenario in the past, and he's kind of, you know, he can only do so much for you in whip and, and maybe strikeouts as well. Um Blake Snell, you know, he, he was coming on strong toward the end of last season. He was looking like the Cy Young version again after making some tweaks to his arsenal, hurt his groin, so wasn't able to finish the season. But I have renewed confidence in him after when it was at an all-time low heading into last August. You know, he's getting dropped left and right, understandably. But then he came back and finished so strong that I have confidence in him again. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.